We're back. This is your host, Rob Morris. Listen to the Rims and Nets podcast, segment two, episode 28. All right, so we're going to get into high school basketball for this week. All the top games. Well, I mean, we have a few top games from last week as well, because obviously we kind of have to review some things because we're kind of behind. Um, Because like I said, high school basketball started about a couple weeks ago. So we'll probably get in maybe a few games in every state. Um, Either either one, it's probably going to be one game. I'll probably get into one game, possibly two games in each state. Massachusetts, I have two games. Um, Connecticut, I have one game. Rhode Island, I have one game. Maine, I have two games. Vermont, oh man, I forgot about Vermont, I forgot about New Hampshire. But uh, yeah, so we'll get into each um, state. Kind of we'll do it on the fly, but it's okay. I'll We'll get it done today. But let's start in Massachusetts. Um, December 27th, um, which this pretty much already happened. We'll get you the results for that and the score and everything. But uh, Acton, Broxborough. Well, to start out, um, uh, there was a big tournament, the BABC um, Classic. At Cathedral High School in Massachusetts, this was a big tournament that had pretty much mostly Massachusetts schools. I think there was also a Rhode Island school in there. LaZalle in Rhode Island played in this tournament. So a few teams were able to kind of show you know, themselves against one of the better teams in the state. And also Rhode Island, they can, you consider LaZalle as one of the top states in Rhode Island. I mean, top teams in Rhode Island. So... To start out one of the one of the games to start out that uh that weekend tournament, that holiday tournament, Acton Broxborough, which has had a really rough start of the season so far. They're one and three and Situate is three and oh. Um Situate was able to win that game sixty to thirty five. I mean Acton Broxborough is having a tough year. We all know how good um, Shea Doherty is for their team, but it hasn't really resulted in them having wins this year. I thought they were going to be one of the better teams in the state this year, and it's so far it hasn't really resulted in that. But so far, Situate is showing that they're one of the better teams out there in, in the state. They got uh, Jack Poirier, and they got Nate Lopes. Those guys are really playing well for them. Got a nice one-two punch. Um, like I said, Acton Broxville did play well against Lynn English the other day, but it wasn't enough to beat them. But, I mean, I just don't get how you can play well against Lynn English and then put up a stinker against Situate. They also lost, a, I believe they lost another game against, uh, you're on a freeze right now because I can't. I literally was looking. I literally was reading it earlier, but uh, yeah. So I mean, the overall in that whole holiday tournament, they didn't wasn't able to get a win at all. So, and so far they're one and four on the year. 
Citric uh, moves on to be four and zero. Also, who played in the tournament was Tech Boston, which Tech Boston's been uh, been great. You know, they're continuing their streak from last year's regular season, and, and you know, in playoffs, they they've won, I believe, twenty three straight. Uh, they played against Belmont in that uh, tournament in the BABC Classic. Uh, so Tech Boston was able to win. It would be uh, able to able to win seventy nine to seventy. Um, uh, the Tech Bo- Tech Boston Bears were led by Chris Norman and Jaquad Shroud. Uh, Norman had twenty two and Stroud had twenty. Um, Belmont was led by Tim Minicozzi. He had a game high twenty six. So Belmont, you know, I, which I think they're going to be pretty good this year. They were obviously playing against a really tough team in Tech Boston, and Tech Boston found a way to win that one. That was December twenty eighth when that game happened. It was probably the top. Those are the top high school games for most likely last week. Um, for probably, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say there's really, for, I would say for this week, I don't think there's a lot for this week going on in Massachusetts. So we'll move on to the next state. Mm-hmm. So December 20th, that's going to be December 21st. Sorry. East Catholic had their opening game against, um, it was uh trying to think as far as that um we'll get get you that in a minute but far as like east catholic they they will ours this week they, they will be playing northwest catholic um tomorrow on december 30th i i mean i think east catholic should win they're so far they're they're undefeated so far even though they've had a They've had to replace, uh, they had to place Joey Riley, Jalen Hunter, that graduated last year. They both went to D1 schools. Joey Riley went to Holy Cross, and Jalen Hunter went to Old Dominion. So the returning, lone returning star, which is having an unbelievable start of the year, is is Matt Nolan, which is, which is a Yale commit. He's definitely having a strong start to the season, and I think he's going to have a big game against Northwest Catholic unless Northwest Catholic double teams them all game, which I think some teams probably should do because he's having an unbelievable start of the year. They need to put a lot more attention on him because, like one, he's a, he's a guy that at six seven, he just is a man amongst boys out there, so he's not going to. He's not going to be stopped with just one guy out there. So, you know, let you know, let all those other players uh, beat you when you have a player that's that much, much more better than everyone else on the team. But they got some decent players around them, and it shows. But I would just say if, if I was playing against each Catholic, I, that's what I would do. I would try to, um, I would try to double team Matt Lowland, uh the whole game. And see how that works. See if they have a chance to 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 beat East Catholic that way. 
I'm just trying to They played against Edwin O. Smith, and they blew them out 61-36. to um, Two days ago, they played against East Hartford, and they beat them 79-55. to Yeah, so they they play. Um, like I said, the, big, uh, the biggest game is on the 11th for them. They play against Lynn English, a non-conference game. I believe that will be at Springfield. So definitely get your tickets for that one. That's going to be a big-time game against probably the best team in Massachusetts against the best team in Connecticut, perhaps, unless you're a Windsor fan. Windsor, Windsor is also very good this year. I think a lot of people a lot of people are conflicted to see, you know, East Catholic's been pretty much the dominant team in the state for the past couple of years. It's going to be tough to kind of, like, not you know give them a chance or an opportunity to win the states this year because they're just always there every every year or at least you know recently but Windsor has a much more talented squad this year and they have a lot more returning starters so but we'll see how that goes you know we'll definitely cover both of those teams a lot this year East Catholic and Windsor they're probably perhaps the two number two, the top two teams in the state, and it's not even close. There's a few other teams that you know I liked, which I did mention last week, but those are the, probably the two, top two teams in the in the in the state by far. All right, so we'll move to Rhode Island. Um, December 26th was a big game against Barrington in North Kingstown last week. Um, um, it was basically a battle of one of the better, the, the two top players in the state, Will Wineworth of Barrington and uh, Clay Bocher of North Kingstown, which both of those guys are on my list. If you uh, check out the top 100 list, both of those guys are listed in the, um, I would say I have Will, Will Wineworth, I think I have in the 80s, and I think I have Clay Bocher in the 70s. So they're they're in that list. Low on that low on that list, but they're still on the list as one of the top 100 players in the New England region. Um, Clay Bolcher played well in this one. Um, they were able to win 66-58. They improved to five and zero. The last game, North Kingstown, they played against Portsmouth. They beat them to improve to five and zero. So they've they've been pretty. They've had a strong start. Um, they also beat Lazalle. As well, which Lazal is one of the better Division One uh, teams in Rhode Island, so I think North Kingstown looks like they have a chance to really uh, put themselves in position to repeat next year as champion in, in the state. So they're definitely looking pretty good so far. Um, as for Maine, um, you got. You got South Portland and Bonnie Eagle on December 20th. Um, Maine is like well ahead of all the other schools when it comes down to uh, um, like far as like games played already. Maine played a lot of, excuse me, Maine played a lot of their games early in the month. Like if I had to say... I probably all their 
I mean, they probably a lot of t- a lot of the teams have already played about um, close to ten games already. So they've they've started their season well earlier than than everyone else, and you kind of have a, a really good um, I we have a really good idea of all these teams and how they stack up. It's a pretty it's pretty top heavy right now. Um, there's a lot of teams that we probably didn't expect to be up there. Yet, I mean, South Portland is definitely one of them. We thought Bonnie Eagle would be one of the top teams up there. And so far, they've had they've had a so-and-so start. Obviously, just proof of that losing to South Portland is proof of that. So just bear with me, guys. I'm trying to find out the, the last states with Vermont and New Hampshire. Trying to get that set up. But, yeah, so... Um, for the for the score for that the South Portland Bonnie Eagle game, uh, South Portland was able to win sixty six to sixty five. Um, uh, South Portland is led by um, Pamba Pamba. Yes, that's really his name. Um, he's a kid that's you know got good size. He's like he's like I believe he's like six one six two, very athletic. Um, so he's he's a guy that's gonna really be a tough you know co- tough cover for most teams out there in Maine. But like I said, there, there is a bunch of good teams up there up top. If I had to uh, name them all, I would have to say York is is good. Uh, Kennebrook is good. Kennebrook's got a lot of good size. They're a very good defensive team. Edward Little. Which I think I mentioned a lot of this last week, but I'll just uh, review it a little bit. Everett Little is another team that I might not have mentioned last week. Uh, Daring, and then obviously Greenlee. I mentioned Greenlee last week, which Greenlee's having a really slow start this year. They're six and four. They got one of the better players in the state in Logan Bagshaw, but they're struggling right now because because of all the death that Maine has in basketball so far. Like there's a lot of good teams in Maine. And yeah, it's it's been pretty tough lining those teams up. Yeah, we got some Vermont teams. Want to look at uh, Rice Memorial is a is a a team in Vermont to look out for. They're seven and zero, by the way. Um, but they have a big game against Spalding this week, which that will happen tomorrow. Seven o'clock Eastern Time. Um, the the one guy that I love on Rice is Leo Clack, and he he's uh, he transferred out. Also, um, Cam, Cam Farish also transferred out as well. So they're they're on bigger, they're on prep schools right now. So um, I believe I mentioned him uh, last week, but the five ten guard. Uh, Nedeshi Maye, which, like I said, I believe he is African descent. He he's he's one of their younger players, but he's definitely become one of their best players. He's a junior for them right now, so he's he leads them right now in scoring. And 
They got also a lot of death around him. And so far they're 7-0 and right now. And then another team, like I said, that you got to look out for in Vermont so far this week is St. John's Borough. They're 4-2. and Oh, they're five and two now. They were able to beat uh Koyston on the twenty seventh. But uh they play Mount Mansfield tomorrow. So keep an eye on that. So St. John's Bro's been pretty good. They're five and two right now. And then probably the last team I would say you know, Rice and St. John's Bro, they play tough schedules and they've been pretty good. So, keep an eye on those two. I was going to say Burlington, but South Burlington, they, you know, they have players that I've ranked on the, um, uh, the New England Top 100, but their teams haven't really showed that well. It seems like a lot, seems to tend to be, even if those, they have good, you know, high school teams that have good players that are, you know, potential either D1 or D2 prospects, they still have a tough time winning at that certain level that they're playing at. And as you can see, you know, as it shows with Athens and Broxborough, Shay Doherty is one of the better players in the state. Athens Broxborough still hasn't it hasn't translated into wins. So you, sometimes you got that. Yeah, you, you gotta have a good team as well. It's not just really just the players. The players don't really actually really make a difference to to certain teams until you get into the college and high in, in the NBA level. Where those you know those guys are so much so much more better and they're just more complete players in those levels and heights they're kind of they're good players don't get me wrong there's a lot of good there is some guys that do make a difference but there's some guys that are, that really can't so you just it shows us you know a certain amount of those players that that. You know, you know, you got you got a top player. It does not translate into wins. But and then obviously we'll do New Hampshire. Do New Hampshire cancel? Like I mentioned last week, extra extra is one of the top players in New Hampshire. I mean, top schools in New Hampshire. So far, they just beat Lebanon 64 to 50. They beat Bedford. It was pretty. They pretty much had a back to back. They played them in the in the, in the um, 26th and the 27th. They played a back to back. So they they've been rolling, man. They've been rolling. Um, I have Ryan Ryan Graviva as one of the. One of my uh, one of the better players in that top 100 list. We'll check out Salem because Salem was in the championship last year. They're two and two, so they've been they've been struggling a bit. So well, let's see what extra is playing this week. What's their next game? The next game is January 3rd against Manchester Memorial. Uh, yeah. I would say, yeah, so I would say extra. They're, they're showing us that they're 
flexing their muscles, they're probably going to be the top team in New Hampshire. New Hampshire's not strong in talent. If I had to list the most talented states, I would say Connecticut, then Mass, then Maine. Those three are really strong with, you know, high-level caliber, you know, teams in the high school level. Um, Rhode Island, um, New Hampshire, and um, and Vermont are going to lag behind those those teams, I mean, behind those states. So, but next week we'll definitely have more of an in-depth look at all those teams. We'll be a little, have a little bit more prepped for that. Because I'm still learning. This is my first year actually covering the whole season. Last year I kind of went in late. Really kind of like just really covered the playoffs. Now this is like actually my first year as actually covering the entire season week by week. So that's going to be really fun to really get into that. And really dig into that and put in all the work and trying to find out what's going on in each state and what what top games are going to be out there. See, it would have been nice. My plan was to put the high school games, um, the top high school games on the website today. But uh, like I said, I knew I had to try to record this because uh, right now I'm about, about to get ready to um, to end the day and, and move on to tomorrow because obviously I'm working early in the morning. So trying to squeeze this in and I was able to was able to get pretty much mostly what I would like to, to put out there. But uh let we'll we'll probably wrap it up. Um but probably the you know, probably wrap it up with a little bit of college basketball, but I would say quickly, we'll probably just do say something quickly. I would say probably the top game um locally which app on the website, you can check it out. I have a little uh, uh, scouting report or uh, game breakdown on each game for this week in college, in the college level. Probably my local game of the week will be Yale Bulldogs in Connecticut. They're playing against North Carolina tomorrow. So check that out. That's going to be on ACC Network if you want to watch the game. It's going to be on at 7 p.m. Uh, check out the Yale Bulldogs. They've been very good this year, 10-3 and three record. They're going against, um, once again, the North Carolina Tar Heels. They have Cole Anthony, one of the top freshmen in the country. So that's going to be fun to watch. I'm going to probably check that out as well, give you guys a, um, a detailed breakdown of that game. So I will be home. I won't be working. Usually, I'm, usually I work doubles on certain days, but uh, tomorrow I will be available to probably watch that game and kind of give you – Maybe a detailed update on that and see how Yale did against Duke. I mean, excuse me, against North Carolina. So, but for that note, we're going to wrap it up. Uh, you listen to the Rims and Nets podcast. This is your host, Rob Morris. To wrap up episode 28, we are out. Peace. <laughs>